broadcasting live at TOFUTV.ca. This one's for you. Tonight, hold the press and clutch your pearl. Season 2 of This One's For You. Diagalon goes mainstream and the Ferryman's Toll joins us to recap. Also, transhumanism, tight tights, and anti-racist infighting. You're going to get to join the conversation by phone or Discord chat. Because this one's for you. For the next hour, the fire veil, we will control all that you see. TV.ca. This one's for you. It's the show for you. Broadcasting live every Monday night. My name's Pete. Thanks for joining me. It is season two. And we are off to a great start. Thanks for being here. We got LaGrosse Patet in the chat, as well as Tommy Gunn, James Bullock, Night Watchman, Agent Josie, Last Canadian. Also, Sarah Ireland and Papa Squirrel off the top. That's awesome. This one is for you. The idea of this show is it's not guided by corporate or state advertising or anything like that. You get to call the shots because we need a show for us. We need one because this is the type of crap that's going on out in this world. Check this out. It's damn near the apocalypse. Taking one for the team. Bizarre new trend. TikTok sees men. Get this, guys. TikTok's trend sees men documenting their vasectomies as demand for the procedure soars across the U.S. after Roe v. Wade reversal. Men have taken to TikTok with videos of themselves taking one for the team and getting vasectomies following the the reversal of the abortion uh, situation there as the country grapples with the post-Roe world. The simp cuck has reached its final form. <laughs> That's exactly what's happened here. That's exactly what's happened here. <laughs> we, are, we are in a strange, strange world. It's a strange transhuman dystopia. You know, men's aren't, men aren't the only ones uh, getting weird, trendy new surgeries. Check this out. (laughs) 
Yeah. Check this out. Men aren't the only ones. Designer vaginas on the rise. <laughs> We need dystopic music for this because it, it, it really, it explains exactly what's going on here. Just the music, all right? The year is 2022. Designer vagina surgery doubles because ultra tight spandex are a trend. <laughs> it's good to see you in the chat, Raging Dissident. Good to see you there. Uh, as well as Bob League Swagger. See Carney in the, in the chat as well. <laughs> so, okay, guys. Basically, what's going on here is essentially chicks are worried their meat flaps are going to show in this new style of pants that's trending on uh, Twitter. And uh, they're going for $4,000 surgery on their vaginas. It's happening. That's, that's $2,000 per flap, mind you. I did the math in my head just now. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it costs 4,000 bucks. And it's not only the, 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 the tights, like seeing it, it's actually uh, because of chafing too. They can't wear Lululemons without chafing. So this one doctor in this article here, he talks about it all, all goes all the way through it. Down here, he starts talking about, see, these are the pants they're talking about. <laughs> Camel toe pants, you've heard of it. And they're blaming it on this thing called Zoom dysphoria, dysmorphia. Maybe you just looked at yourself for too long. <laughs> uh, but okay, so essentially, this guy, this doctor, he says, says doctor has done 100 surgeries this year alone. That's double last year, which actually equals to 200 flaps. What I wanna know, is this a flaw or feature of the pants though? That's, that's what I really want to know. Is this a flaw or a feature? <laughs> this world's going nuts. It's going nuts. And we're, we're going to talk a little about it tonight. We have the Ferryman's Toll joining us to recap the crazy weekend Diagalon as a whole had. I want to congratulate. I want to congratulate Jeremy. That is... If anything, it is masterful marketing. You got the opposition to tweet about you, man. There's going to be more people watching your show tonight. There's more people watching my show tonight, and all I did was use the hashtag. <laughs> it's a crazy world. It's a crazy weekend. Uh, Diagalon was in the news. Ferryman's joining us at about 7.30. He's going to help us recap because a lot happened. That's right. Dan's right. <laughs> it's 5D chess. Rage is really playing 5D chess with his podcast marketing. That's really what this is. But I want to thank our supporters, actually, because uh, it's a big deal. I put out that Rage Way video last week, and it went really well. I appreciate all the great feedback. I've been playing music since I was about 12 years old, making songs since I was about 12 years old. And that little ditty there was the most appreciation I've ever gotten for anything I've done. So thanks, guys. 
I want to do more about uh, more of that type of stuff, but it, it takes a lot of time and money. And like I said last week, I'm I'm now I'm working concrete, so this is no joke. I'm really working for you guys to do this. Uh, doing 10 hours in the sun, then I'm coming home and I'm working a little bit on the on the computer. So first off, thank you to Doings. Doings sent me a donation. Uh, this morning, and it, it really all helps, basically. That song, Rage Wave, all right? And two others, two others would have been on Spotify right now. I would have had it on Spotify, and you could have just pulled it up and played. But that cost $30, and that would have been my lunch money. Dystopian music plays. I'm not kidding, guys. That's how hard up I am right now, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm going to tell you straight up, I'm doing these streams almost at my detriment. Almost at my detriment. So I got to be honest about it. If you like Rage Wave, if you like the beats that I put out, if you want more of that type of stuff, I'm looking for sponsors, guys. I'll advertise your product. I'll, I'll do it in a Speedo. <laughs> Maybe not. That might not do very well for you, but... Uh, your product, your business. Uh, we can put media production together for you. We can start a media production relationship, whatever you're up to. Uh, I can be your guy in that sense. So uh, also, if you want a super chat, Entropy is live right now. You can head over there. Uh, we need to fight back. It has to happen. I will be a platform for you. This is the type of stuff that's going on, and most people have no clue. The UN recruited 100, 100 digital first responders to push the establishment COVID narrative. Check this out. UN recruited 100,000 people at the height of the pandemic. The United Nations recruited 100,000 people to push the narrative via social media. So when you go on your when you go on your uh, your Twitter and you start, you know, saying what you want about what you want and then you get that response from that account that has for some reason has 300 uh, subscribers and 3 tweets, that's what it most likely is. A UN Digital first responder. Oh my. Oh wow. Oh wow. Colbert's mom. She is our sponsor for she's our Spotify sponsor. Okay. So now that I see that there, we are going to have that song is gonna be on Spotify by tomorrow night. Okay. It's going to happen now that I see that because that's the way that I that's the way I have to do this. If if you guys are supporting me, I gotta I gotta provide value. So tomorrow. Rage Wave will be on Spotify and anything else that Distro Kid uploads to. Cool. Because this one's for you guys. It's all for you. I do this all for you guys. <laughs> so basically the narrative is being shaped online. And we need to fight back. Uh, this points to how important it is to retweet and uh, share content you want to see do well. Wow. Oh, wow, guys. Uh, uh, okay, one second. Let me get to this. Wow. 
Thank you, Learning for Life. A couple of slashies and last Canadian. Colbert's mom beat me to it, so here's your lunch money. Keep up the good fight, buddy. Thanks, dude. I really appreciate that. I really appreciate that, guys. That means a lot to me. That means a lot. So that's the last Canadian. Colbert's mom and uh, Learning for Life. Thank you very much. Like I was saying, though, check this out. The narrative is being shaped online. We need to do something about it. That was the whole idea of me starting this show in the first place. And this points to how important it is to retweet, like, share, uh, all the content that you want to see do well. And we saw what happens when you jump on that retweet train. We saw what happens this weekend when we had Diagalon trending higher than the Prime Minister at some points. But how much of what you are reading is meant to sway your opinion? That's what, that's what you got to think of. We actually have uh, this guy here. He won't be swaying anybody's opinion anytime soon. This is from John K. He put out this thread to uh, show what happened basically is the Heritage Ministry, they, they hired a, 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 a virtuent anti-Semite, like an actual anti-Semite. And uh, he's public about it and he's open about it and they hired him to be the guy to teach your news broadcaster how to be not racist. Cue the dystopian music. Meanwhile, we're just doing streams. We're just doing happy little streams here. And uh, <laughs> and we're getting brought up by these guys here, the Anti-Hate Network. Uh, let's check to see if the Canadian Anti-Hate Network, another well-funded Canadian Heritage Grant recipient, has done any stories on this. No doubt. No doubt. Uh, Del Boca Bernie is on the case, right? Nope. They're talking about TERFs. They're talking about transphobia and stuff like that. And that's what the Anti-Hate Network does. That's what the Anti-Hate Network does. They just, they talk about what's politically expedient, not what's right or what's wrong. So Bob Lee Swagger, thank you very much. He uh, just sent in a super chat as well. It's going on DistroKid. So I think DistroKid will put it out to all the different... Uh, platforms i believe it'll be on apple google and spotify all right so let's check the chat and then i'm gonna go to a quick break and uh yeah so we got animus of diagonal grilled cheese uh chris freestone raging dissident uh yeah man yeah, if you want to hire me, I'll be your your personal producer, dude. You want to get that production value up? I will fly out there and I will set up your board, and you will be you will be slick, bro. You'll be slick. <laughs> Let's do it, man. That's what we gotta do. That's what we gotta do. Is we all gotta get together, and you know, make each other better with our own talents, right? Like, just like with Rage Wave, I put my music to your uh, voice, Jeremy, and there we go. We got a hit right away. Let's take a break. We'll come back and we're going to talk about 
a little lady and uh, Rob Primo, actually. Rob Primo did something really, really funny. And uh, we'll see who wore it best. That's next. Butts. On to your butt. Big butts. Yeah, baby. Hairy butts. Cherry butts. But wait, there's more. You can support the show by interacting with a call, comment, like, or share. Have your name appear in the credits. But I'm not done yet. Send a super chat through Entropy or become a subscribe star at tofutv.ca. This one's for you. Finally, a show for you. I think we should. Yes. I mean, look, I'm going to be honest. It's really difficult to when you have, if you're just like, if you don't gulp it down immediately, it starts to bend. And then, then, you know, the little thing catches it. And then, you know, so we got to kind of perfect that one a little bit more. So you rely on. I mean, we got got it. Yeah. It's a process, right? You don't just do it. It's a process. Are you tired of being banned from social media? Want to read the real news? Hi, I'm Pay Mates, back with another amazing offer for you. You FreeCanada.win. Find your friends, discuss topical events, share your memes, and have a great time. But wait, there's more. More. To find out full details, head to FreeCanada.win. Free Canada, a place for free Canadians. So who wore it better? Let's see it in the chat. One for Rachel. (laughs) Two for Rob Primo. (laughs) Let's hear it for him. Rob Primo there, man. I love that he did that. I love that he did that. I'm going to give it to him. I think it shows his softer, more approachable side. good yeah lots of twos in the chat lots of twos lots of twos for rob primo (laughs) yeah like absolutely no homo man it shows your softer side you seem a lot more approachable so this beat is fire like no matter how you shake it and the thing is is that i just i just wanted rachel to admit that that this beat was was really good. <laughs> but she wouldn't. I swear, she has me on mute, I bet. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, I would assume that she has the most of us on mute, guys. You're not getting to her, just in case you think you're actually, like, talking to her or, like, telling her what's up. She's not looking at your tweets, dude. She's not. She's not. Maybe, maybe Rage just to stalk him. She seems slightly moist for him. I'm not going to lie. Slightly moist. All right. Yeah, that was Rob Primo. People have been having a ball with the stuff that's been going on between Global News' Rachel Gilmore and I guess Diagonal as a whole. Here's a follower of mine. Uh, 
she's making fun of the white supremacy accusations. I'll pull it up for you. And, uh... Oh, I gotta turn this off. Yeah. <laughs> I love this. This is the best thing for a person who makes music is to see people dancing to it. And then she's like, so what about white supremacy and Diagalon? The dude taking the video is black. Hey, wait a second. Wait a second. Is this BGB? Is that his girlfriend? Is that what's going on? I might be out to lunch here. I might be out to lunch. <laughs> But yeah, no, it blew up. It went really well. And uh, yeah, that's awesome. Hey, JMB69, thank you very much. I appreciate you uh, sending that in, man. carry on here what else do i have oh yeah and then morgan was making fun of an accuser as well morgan may you're probably out there hanging out with jeremy so here you are check this out this was a funny tweet i thought you see them all hanging out because james top was in town so they obviously were partying right having a good time there's spinny there's rage there's tom quiggin these are all really good dudes that we you, like they're all really chill guys all right, and then so what the the caption is is James Top here supporting known white supremacists Jeremy McKenzie and Morgan May, and so Morgan, I love her response. She's like, okay, I'm not gonna try and pronounce that, but she's like, so I'm native, I'm a native white supremacist. How exactly does that work? Right. That's what they don't get, man. That's what they do not get. It's gotten to the point where it's news now, guys. It used to only be kind of like gossipy to talk about this stuff, to talk about like, you know, tweets that are going on, but it's, it's actual news now, you know? Because, check this out. Press progress, pearl clutching. They did a whole article on it. And they're basically just doing an article on Rachel's fever dream and then John Trey's, uh, just his, like, his political sort of positioning, right? So here was what really set the, set the whole thing off. Let's, uh, pull this tweet up because... What Press Progress was pissed off about was that Polly Vera wouldn't denounce. He would not denounce. And then this is his secretary saying, Global News is currently running back background checks on every single person in this photo to see if someone once said something to someone who once said something to someone who once said something bad that they can pin on Pierre. And that was the point that I made when Derek was here hanging out. It's like, I mean, if you're gonna go four degrees of separation, then Tony, Tony Double Vax is definitely 
you know, guilty by association to to David Zegarak, which then makes Rachel guilty by association to David Zegarak. That's that's the the line of logic here. That's the line of logic here. Okay. Moving on. Moving on. So, but what the reason why this is happening is because we're winning. You have to understand that. That the reason, you know, like a demon screams the most just before it dies. That's what's happening here. It's thrashing. It's in its death throes and it's clawing at the it's clawing at the cliff. No, no, I don't want to die. How do I know this? Check it out. Zero hedge. Streaming viewership tops cable TV for first time, Nielsen says. Uh, for the first time, streaming platforms surpass cable as the most popular way to consume shows, live broadcasts, and movies, according to new data from Nielsen. It was only a matter of time before streaming platforms led by Netflix would dominate how Americans watch television. The thing about Netflix, though, is now they're, they're actually starting to give you like commercials for, I think it's like a discount. If you watch a commercial you get a discount or something like that it's something stupid but it was eventually going to happen that netflix turned into cable because advertisers need something to advertise on so they would you know that's how that works it's free market works back and forth right so uh netflix is the most used platform but get this youtube is the second most used platform so streaming usage has surged over the years and was supercharged during the pandemic lockdown though netflix uh, netflix earlier this year disclosed at uh in the first quarter earnings report uh basically they they had a blowout of subscribers even though there was all the all the pedophilia stuff with uh cuties and stuff none of that matters People are going to the streaming services in droves. In droves. Yeah. So check this out. This is how we know they're scared. This is how we know. This was from our favorite. I was going to archive it, but I didn't have the time. Uh, How podcasts have become misinformation machines and what can be done about it. Let's go through this one, all right? Let's go through it. There seems to be a podcast for every interest, from true crime to fashion to sports, but podcasts have exploded in popularity. Some are becoming machines for spreading misinformation. So here's what they do, actually, is the first thing they do is they go straight for Alex Jones. They go straight for Alex Jones, and they go straight for Sandy uh, Fishing line and there you know they go for the whole yeah what do you call that the sandy thing there that happened wasn't on a beach but it was sandy they go straight for that and uh then after that they go to bill cooper all right and they do exactly what uh breitbart said they would do they connect bill cooper to Timothy McVeigh. Look, this is Rachel. This is Rachel writing this. 
Okay. In 1990s, William Cooper took to the radio airwaves every night. One of his avid listeners was a young man named Timothy McVeigh, the man who eventually committed the Oklahoma City bombing with the help of MK Ultra. Sorry, that was me. Uh, Cooper was known for his anti-establishment, pro-militia uh, pro views, and would tell his listeners to be ready to fight a war. Another fan of Cooper's, according to multiple reports, was Jones. In fact, Jones took to the airwaves and did an interview with Cooper in 1999, or eight, where he discussed issues like the world new, uh, the new world order and America's need to wake up and take arms. So they go straight for the most egregious examples when trying to lump in Guys like us who are just smoking a joint and turn on the co their camera in their living room, right? Uh, so first they do Bill Cooper, and then they go to Ben Shapiro, which is weird because most of us who watch this type of stuff don't even like Ben Shapiro anymore. He was like kind of like a gateway drug. And they don't like him because he's still willing to openly call trannies insane. He is he's okay with that. That's like the most edgy thing that... Ben Shapiro does is he he'll call transgenderism a mental illness it's as if that isn't what everybody who isn't muzzled thinks right but what's funny about this article is that they don't realize that the free market the free market is basically like regulating them that's that's what we are their only way forward is to put a better more honest product or face the fact that anyone with a microphone can do what I'm doing right now. I mean, and we can speak truth to the masses. Guys who had the largest audience in all of Canada 10 years ago are beating are are being beat out by wine moms with Twitter addictions. It's happening. It's happening. Just want to make sure I got everybody. Yeah. So if like, if you, if you're addicted to Twitter and you got some wine, why not fight the mainstream media? You could be Andy Lee. You could. <laughs> uh, the only way out of censorship. Sorry, I read that wrong. There's only one way out of this for them and that's censorship. So either way, they're going to have to become evil or die out. Oh, Ferryman, I'm going to get to you like real quick. Yeah. All right. That's why I think personally that this is a way to advertise for C11. My opinion is that they're going to throw either anti-hate or Rachel under the bus. It's the only way that they can achieve censorship. If they say that Rachel and anti-hate misinformed them about Diagalon, then it means that we need a regulatory body for the internet, which is what C11 provides for. What? So, okay, so what I'm going to do now is I'm going to go for a break and then we're going to have ferryman on the show to really explain what's going on here uh yeah but before we go to a break think about this for after ferryman's on compare and contrast over the past two years how has the mainstream media hurt you and how has the alt media or diagonal specifically been there for you gonna take a break and we're gonna have 
the ferryman's toll join us right after this this one's for you you guys the journalists the journalists are upset they're really sad you guys everybody's being mean to them and they're saying mean things well i don't really give a shit um everybody hates you and you deserve to be hated you absolutely deserve it there is no portion of society more vile more small more pathetic and disgusting you guys the journalists i don't really give a shit um Lubricate your index finger and tell the patient you are going to insert your finger into his rectum and that it will be cool. Man, I'm telling you I'm fine. I did not use too much brake clean. I might have used too much brake clean. This one's for you, broadcasting live at TOFUTV.ca. Let's see how smooth I can do this. Should I just jump right into the ferryman scene? Maybe I'll, uh, I'll go to me first. What I have is a bunch of fairy tales on the screen. Maybe we should, uh, we should, get, should get the ferryman to explain exactly what a fairy tale is. All right. Can you hear me, bud? Can you hear me, ferryman? Can't hear me? Uh-oh. All right. I got it. I got it. All right, all right. How's it going? Can you hear me, ferryman? Hello. Can't hear no? you, man. You can't hear me. This is no good. All right. Uh... Hmm. If you can't. Not sure what's going on. No. No. Can uh... you hear me? I can hear you. I don't know why you can't hear me, though. Uh, maybe if I do. Oh, wait a second. I know what to do. 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 Uh, can you hear me now? Oh. Can you hear me now? How about now? now. Okay. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. I, I could hear you there for a second, and then it cut out again. Okay, you can hear me now, right? There we go. Yeah. Uh, we go. <sighs> okay. That was 
freaking nerve-wracking. And I got you yeah. on the screen. We have done it. Okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That was probably the roughest start I've ever gotten on one of these interviews, man. So, okay. If you can hear me now, I want you to explain to uh, the audience that doesn't know who you are very quickly. What exactly is going on here with all of these? What are you doing here? Well, I mean, part of it is is trying to make uh, you know satirical points on the state of the news media. Part of it is uh, just being a troll and trying to cause a little uh, chaos and stir the pot. And part of it is just uh, me trying to have a laugh. Like, huh? uh, there's not that much to it. It, it depends on the article, really. I, I'm usually trying to achieve something whenever I make these, but uh, not always. Um, so it, it really depends on the article. Okay, so... Um, so basically what's going on there is they're, they're satirical headlines uh, or they're real, but you're satirizing the fact that the media isn't covering it. Yeah, so it, like it, those seem to be all diagonal headlines. And in, in that case, I was trying to uh, basically uh, keep poking at them and, and saying like, this is the thing that you guys use to invoke the emergency measures act. You said it seven times, at least in the house of commons and the Senate. And, uh, and now all of a sudden you don't want to talk about it at all. Yeah. You blamed, you blamed this group for, you know, terror and, and uh, violence and all this stuff during the uh, freedom convoy and blockades and things like that. But now all of a sudden you don't want to talk about it at all. It was in the media for a hot minute and, and now it's, it's nothing. Right. There's a big scary thing that you need to do the War Measures Act for. Now it's nothing. So it's just kind of like playing off that and saying, um, you know, it, we did that. We must have attacked Doug Ford with a B, too. And we must have caused the Rogers outage. And we must have, like, blamed Diagonon did it, right? Yeah. And there was the, I think the, the, the first one that you did that really got traction, though, was you, you said something about Air Canada not allowing or allowing people to sit in the back of a plane. And I'll tell you, that got my mother, that got my brother, they both send it to me. And I'm like, guys, guys, I know this dude. I know, who, I know the guy who made this. Like, <laughs> Yeah, some of them have gone, well, I mean, quite a few of them have gone viral now to, to various degrees. But um, that, that one was probably one of the bigger ones. The Tim, the Tim Hortons one might have been bigger, honestly, whenever I said that the... Uh, Tim Hortons was going to allow unvaccinated children to attend their camps, but they were going to be segregated from the other. That that irritated people. Yeah, and the truth is, sure. not, they don't allow unvaccinated kids at all. But that one had a, like a uh, that was trending on Twitter for a while. There, the boycott Tim Hortons as a result of that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Okay, so uh, you go by the ferryman's toll. You have your very own anti-hate article, and you serve spicy memes to over. 7,000 people daily. Uh, there's more to you, though. Uh, not everyone in the audience knows exactly who you are. So where do we start off? Who are you? What do you do? Who's the ferryman's toll? Well, I mean, what do I do? I mean, I have a job. I have a regular job. But I also, uh, like you said, make memes and, and content and things like logos, stuff like that. Um, you know, I started doing it... I started doing diagonal memes and stuff like that uh, in like March of 2021. And uh, 
Jeremy just was asking for people to make memes and stuff. So I was like, I can do this. So I I started making some memes and uh, then it took off. Right. So that's how it started. Jeremy just asked and then I did it. That actually, that's really cool because it's kind of just like what happened with rage wave. You know, you just, when you add value to the, to the community, it comes back and you've really, you've added value and it's, and it's helped you out a lot. You got a big platform now. You can say what you want. Yeah. I I mean, I I never thought it was going to turn into that. Um, and you know, to like, to be, to be frank, it's, uh, Jeremy in one of his casts in late winter of 2021, was saying like, you know, I, I'm just trying to push the cart here. Like, it'd be nice if people, you know, got up and helped push it with me. And that kind of stuck with me. So I was like, well, the, this is something I can do. So I did it just like you said with your the music, right? Yeah. It's something you can do. So you did it. Right on, man. So so that's how it happened. You just kind of, you, you heard the call and you decided to be, uh, to be the meme man. Now, the ferryman's toll, though. Uh, I looked it up myself. I guess it's the name of a book. I might sound a little ignorant right now. Uh, why did you choose that name? What's the story behind it? There's really not that much behind it other than uh, I was, uh, I wanted to get on, I know this sounds stupid, but I wanted to get on Reddit specifically for Wall Street Silver, right? Our Wall Street Silver. Yeah. I'm a big silver guy, gold guy. And so when that was going on, I jumped on there and I, I, wasn't on reddit so i created an account and uh i was looking for a like a handle and there's it's hard to find any so i was gonna use the ferryman right with the reference to the coins because i was making silver and gold memes and then uh that was taken so it's just like whatever i'll be the ferryman's toll and that's it it's really not that you know clever of a of a story here it just kind of happened like that yeah most usernames are like that they're just you know i was dj fresh at first eh yeah 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 it kind of stuck so <laughs> i also think it's funny though that people call me like i, I love whenever i if i'm getting uh some hate my way or whatever people are like okay fairy man i'm just like <laughs> okay like good, hey, good one I, I think I, that's hilarious <laughs> i deal with that too because the first thing people think when they see tofu is they're like what the yeah. fuck is this soy boy doing like <laughs> it always just makes me man. laugh because it, it's so obvious and it's so unoriginal and it's like oh you got me i don't know like you think, yep. you're, you think you're clever i guess observant <laughs> observant that's the one okay so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna share my screen because i want you to react uh i want you to react to this so uh can you can you see what i got up on the screen i gotta yeah i can see it i've seen it before obviously yeah. So, uh, so what happened this weekend, man? You want me to lay it? Okay. So, like, I can lay it out pretty simply. And, you know, there's a oh, lot. We're there's frozen. A- we're frozen. We're frozen. Are we? Yeah. Oh, oh, wait. No, we're back. You're frozen. Right. You're frozen. Maybe I can fix you up if I do this. Uh, I don't know. Why is well, my cast doing this right now? Okay. Well, yeah. I can be frozen and talk, I guess, if you want to keep the show going here. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'll do something like this. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, so what's going on here is it's pretty simple. Uh, 
Pierre Polyev was in uh, Sydney, Nova Scotia this weekend. Jeremy found out about it. Um, and he, all he did was go down. Um, and, and, like, you know, there's a mixed bag of reactions going on here. So, like, I, I need to preface this. He was not trying to smear Pierre Polyev. He was not trying to, it wasn't a gotcha moment. It wasn't a, a, like, try to make him look stupid. It was a try to make the media and, you know, specifically left-wing politicians look stupid. And he succeeded. Because, uh, you know, it's not Pierre's fault that Jeremy showed up there and asked the question. And to be perfectly frank, it shouldn't be an issue that Jeremy showed up and asked him a question. And the fact that they've ran with this as some sort of gotcha moment on Pierre and uh, and continued to lie about Jeremy. And that's what they do. They lie. I, mm-hmm. I know it personally. He's not a white nationalist. He's not a white supremacist. He's not violent. He, like All of these things are lies. And they just keep spinning the same ones over and over. And they all eventually go back to the Canadian Anti-Hate Network. Uh, but John Charest is, is uh, pardon my French, a fucking moron. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. He's a... Yeah. Uh, like he just ran with this. He has no. He had no idea who Jeremy was. He might have done about thirty seconds of research after he uh, saw this photo or, or that article from. Ra- Actually, he probably didn't even do that. He probably just read whatever Rachel Gilmore said, and yeah. then uh, posted it as like a gotcha moment on Pierre. And in in the process, he's now looking incredibly stupid, as he should, just like those politicians who got up in the in the House of Commons and the Senate did. They just they were repeating talking points that were given to them by uh, an organization that is, you know, directly uh, funded and uh, serves the at, at the bequest of the liberal government. And Jean Charest is a liberal uh, in conservative clothing, so it's not a surprise. And then it's, the same thing here. It's not even hidden. It's like that's. Uh... Like he he's open. He was he was a liberal. Like he ran as a liberal. Yeah, yeah. I, so. And it, it's hilarious because his take on it is basically like a, I mean, there's the old ridiculous statement of uh, progressive conservative, as if that is ever or should be a thing. I don't know yeah. why, but like it, it, you're not a conservative. You're a liberal, and the liberals have become communist. Like is, <laughs> that's that's, that's the distinction actually a, that you yeah that's it's exactly what's happened is that the the overtone window has gone so far left that he's he's just kind of he sitting there thinking that he's uh he he's conservative but he's not he's he's still liberal still liberal I'm gonna try and get your your face yeah I just tried turning it off turn it on again but um. That works, I guess. People know me by that face better now anyways. But yeah, and the the same thing is true with, and, you know, uh, Jimmy Dollywall here uh, is the biggest hypocrite of them all, possibly, because there's multiple videos, photos, you know, uh, correspondence between him and actual extremists. Yeah. You're back. I I got your video video back. yeah, I, I posted that video of him in 2016 where he's at – it's some kind of, like, Sikh meeting. Yeah. Like, look, I have nothing against – whatever, I have nothing against Sikhs. But in that video, one of the, them – and uh, Jagmeet is sitting right beside him there. Jimmy's sitting right beside him. And he talks about uh, the cultural and racial supremacy of Sikhs and endorses violence as a means of uh, creating a Sikh uh, nation. So yeah. – like there you, 
Jagmeet, you were sitting right beside a, a literal, I mean, one man's freedom fighter is another, another man's terrorist. But from the perspective of the Indian government, that is a terrorist well, that you're supporting. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the thing is that, uh, you know, if it's guilt by association, I mean, and he's not even allowed in India right now, is he? Like, he's the only Canadian politician that's been banned from India as far as, as, far as I know. As far as, uh, as much as I know, like the last I heard, he is not allowed in India, the USA, Russia, Belarus, or Diagonal. He's banned from all five of those countries. So I. <laughs> no coming to Diagonal. No one even bringing an emissary. None, oh. none of that. <laughs> no, do, no dorks or commies allowed, and you're both. So. <laughs> Uh, right on. Yeah, and uh, as far as I know, he's not allowed in the United States, which is crazy that he's a federal party candidate and he's not yeah. allowed in the nation that's our greatest ally, biggest trading well, partner, all these things. It's it wouldn't wild. work. It wouldn't work. He couldn't be he couldn't be the prime minister of Canada and be banned from he couldn't be banned from the United States and be the prime minister. It just wouldn't work. I mean, like think of how many like uh CIA ops would go on just to change that sort of thing. Okay, we can't we can't do this. This won't work. But yeah, no, I know. He's never going to be the prime minister. Any, he's one of the most hated politicians in the country. Yeah. Easily. He, like, he, he's right up there. If he's not, he could be more hated than Justin Trudeau, for all I know. People hate him. Well, because he, it was him, really, who destroyed our, our democracy by entering that deal. The second that deal with Justin Trudeau got got made, that wasn't a coalition. That was an agreement to get what I want. It was like a deal with the devil and essentially it just broke our democracy. And so like there's people who are moderate, who understand systems and just get what they did there was like usurp our, our, our parliamentary politics. Yeah, it was dirty. It was very dirty. It was greasy. I, I don't know if it's like some people have called it illegal. Some people have called it, you know, what would you call it? Um, Like totalitarian or I don't think it's those things necessarily. Um, what I do find strange is that like deals like that go on all the time between parties in, in parliament, right? Like the block will prop up a, a minority government or, uh, you know, like the, the Greens will assist in getting something passed because they have four seats or whatever. That's not new. What, what is new is a formal agreement that isn't a coalition. That's where it gets really weird. It's like if you're going to have a, a formal agreement, which you did because you had a little sit down meeting where you talked about it and basically said you're going to work together, but it's not a coalition. So well, it's, it's a bribery. It's, it's, it's like bribery. lobbying. That's what it is. Yeah. You're, you're yeah. not working together. You're agreeing that we're going to prop you up and you're going to give us what we want. That's it's, kind of strange for Canadian it's politics. It's as if the, the, the liberals, they've become so like, as you said, they are totalitarian. The liberals are, okay? That party, they, they want control. We can see that with what's going on with the heritage ministry right now, right? So it's as if Jagmeet, if, it's as if he saw what was going on and decided, you know what? I'm going to lobby this totalitarian government. That's almost what he was kind of like I don't even, doing. Right? I don't even think it's that necessarily. I think it's as simple as, look, if, if Jagmeet doesn't prop up the liberals, if he doesn't vote with them on things and get bills passed, then you're going to have like a, a, 
a stalemate, a stagnant house, right? Because he needs yeah. one of the other par- Trudeau needs one of the other parties to vote with him, either yeah. the Bloc or the NDP to get stuff done, right? So I, I think it's literally a, a simple matter of look. J- I think I think Jagmeet's scared. I think he knows that if if we went to another election, it would not be good for them. They would lose seats. I think uh, Pierre Polyarev is going to eat Jagmeet's lunch in the next election. He's going to steal votes from the it's NDP. It's the end of his career. Yeah, it's yeah, the end exactly. of his political career. So, yeah, yeah. So it's now, in his like he he gets to play both sides. He gets to and he's been doing this. And people have rightly been uh, you know picking at his hypocrisy here where with one hand he's you know slapping the liberals for their incompetence which he should be doing but then propping them up with the other and it's mm-hmm. you you don't get the point you're part of that government jagmeet you agreed to work with them and you criticize them constantly you're the reason that there hasn't been a non-competence vote if and you didn't vote to- with them they he wants to criticize it. conspiracy theorists, but these are the kinds of things that make people that make their 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 gears turn and think like, what's going on here? Why are they working together when they're supposed to be like opposed to each other? Right. It's it. These are. And then he he gets mad at the, the concept of misinformation and conspiracy when he's that's what a conspiracy is. Is it not? Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, it is. And the, the other <laughs> right? thing that Jack means- has been really useful for when it comes to the Trudeau government is acting as, how do you put this? He's, he's, he's the voice when Trudeau can't have one. And what I mean by that is he's the one who calls for things that would not look like, look, this dental uh, care plan, right. That they want to push through. Trudeau's probably on board with that. Okay. It's, it's like part of like, uh, you know, Operation Commie Globo Homo. Like, he's probably on board with that. The problem is he can't ask for these things or suggest these things without looking like he's a commie. Whereas, right. like, it's okay for Jagmeet to do it. And the same thing is true. Like, they do this all the time with their opposition, with the Freedom Convoy was a great example of this. Like, uh, you know, Jagmeet was calling on them to invoke the Emergency Measures Act, right? Why? It's almost like you're giving them, like, it, it's like a, they're playing, it's like pro wrestling where they're playing off each other to, to move a storyline in one direction. And they do this yeah. all the time. And there's so multiple they're, they're, members, multiple members. I think his name's green, Matthew green. I think his name is he's, uh, yeah. he's been calling, like he's been mentioning diagonal in, in parliament as well a few times, I think. And, and there's multiple members of the NDP that have given you guys like airtime for lack of a better word. And what I'm curious of is now that it, it's the NDP tweeting about you guys, what kind of engagement were you getting over the weekend? Because you're obviously it's new insane. people. It's it's. I think Rage is going to have one of his biggest shows ever tonight. I think, yeah. uh, like, you, just for for me personally, I think I've gone up in the past week like 400 subscribers on Telegram. I like basically uh, went up a thousand on Twitter. Like, it's been, yeah, which is like double. My Twitter's like doubled. Um, like if people are speaking through, this is the thing they don't understand is that their whole stance on diagonal, everything that they've put out in the media is, is predicated on lies and they all come back to one source, which is the Canadian anti-hate network. Right. So, so when they spew these lies, like we're white nationalists, we're racist, we're Nazis, all these things, which are, which are all lies. Uh, they're, they're just repeating stuff that was a previous lie. I kind of made a meme about this today. It's like they're using old lies to spin new lies in the hope that their future lies won't come 
crumbling down around them and they will because they can't keep this up forever. And the more mm -hmm. they talk about it, the more they bring it up, the more people realize that they're full of shit. And I've seen this over and over again this week on Twitter, um, you know, posting videos from that, that we've shown before, right? The, uh, the diagonal story time there from the uh, edge, edge wave intro for rage, right? Right. Yep. Or the, uh, the it's always sunny and diagonal videos that I had made. People are looking at these, right? Cause they're, what the hell is diagonal And they're going and they're looking on Twitter and they're seeing these videos and they're laughing because what, like you're calling us racist white supremacists. And like, we have videos of us hanging out with like, it, it's not a white group. It's just not, there's tons of members that can attest to this. There's lots of first nations. There's, there's black members, there's Muslim, there's East Asian. Like it, it's not a white group. So like this lie can't sustain itself because it falls apart at, at the simplest scrutiny at the, at the minimal scrutiny, it completely falls apart. It falls apart to the point where even anti eight had to backpedal and stop with that rhetoric because they knew it was biting them in the ass. So they went from calling us neo-fascist militia to an accelerationist group, right? Why, why did they backtrack like that? Because they know they're lying. And That's we have fair. the receipts. We have the ability to prove that they're full of shit. So what I want to know though is like how do you how do you explain this type of stuff to like like I don't know your situation, maybe like your granny or like your aunt or like somebody who is just not in the loop in this way. How do you, how do people in your daily life like understand what you're doing here? Well, I mean most of my uh, I don't really talk to most of my family other than my sisters anymore. And, and, you know, part of it is because of that, like my, even my parents bought it. Right. Or at least my mom did to an extent. And that's fine. Wow. I'd like, he, he was gone anyways, really. Uh, we, we weren't really talking um, because, because of this COVID, like what, if you're wondering why I'm so mad with the media, it's because you brainwashed my family into thinking that I'm a lunatic. That's like, like, obviously I'm pretty mad at you. That's and a like good it, not reason. all my family, like I said, both my sisters know exactly what's going on. They they still know, but you know they get to some people and they don't get to other people. That's a so, good reason, man. That's a good. You are a hundred percent in the right to be angry at that. You know, I I was fi trying to figure out a way of how to bring this up tonight, but you know, Rachel's headline there with her uh, careful what what you do around Thanksgiving. You know, I was just talking about that to some of the guys on the line at work, not on the line uh, at the site at work and uh and one of the kids was like that article screwed my life up he's only 22 and he can't talk to his family exactly it, like they they act like they've done nothing but report like the objective unbiased truth when in reality they've been pushing very specific narrative and like i don't even care you have a study that's great that's fine the language that you choose to use is like it, it's basically exactly what they accuse us of sometimes right of, use, of the way we phrase things, the way that we, you know, choose to speak being uh, something that could lead to harm. It's like, well, that's literally what you've been doing the whole time. You've yeah. been causing harm. And like, I, I can remember back, like to use my mother as an example here, she bought, she didn't see her grandkids for like three months at the beginning of COVID because she bought, she thought that she could kill her grandkids. She was afraid that like she wouldn't be able to forgive herself if she saw them, gave them COVID and one of them died, you know, like that's the type of psychological trauma that they unleashed on people. And it was all based on bullshit and lies. And, and they right? continue, so, they continue to wonder why people are angry at them.
That is what blows my mind. And and like she's still on Twitter today saying like people are making fun of me. I have no clue why. And it's like John Kay and Barbara Kay or or like Sue Ann Levy or something like that. But Yeah, I saw that one. Um she's she it's funny because the tweet that she quoted in there, she is a narcissist. Yeah. You're a narcissist, Rachel. Like you can't handle criticism and you think that everybody who is criticizing you is doing it because you're a victim because woe is me. Like you can't help yourself. You, you have this idealized image of yourself that you're a, an arbiter of truth and justice. You're not, you're a, a perpetrator and a proliferator of lies and deceit. Like stop acting like you're justified. Like I, I put up a bunch of these yesterday she, she liked to say that she didn't contribute to the demonization or the ostracization of the unvaxxed, but, you know, she equated um, uh, an MP attending parliament. Oh, you Ooh. did? Oh, so, oh one second. Like, you froze there. What did you say? Yeah. An MP attending parliament. She compared them to. Yeah, MP. She was a conservative MP. Her last name's Wagenthal. Um, yeah. She was. She was booted. She was the one that was booted out of parliament for not being vaccinated, right? Right, this right. Was, yeah. uh, in the winter. And um, Rachel had a tweet about her and, and basically equated that with allowing MPs to throw poop. Well, we can't allow unvaccinated people in parliament or or they might throw poop. Yeah. Like, what's next? It, are, are they going it makes to. It no uh, sense. Like, are they. Are, are we going to let them fight in parliament too? Are we going to yeah. let them. Like, that was her language. It's like, you, your, that was your statement. Don't try to pawn that off on someone else. That was your rhetoric, right? And the, and the same is true with, uh, you know, she equated uh, pe the people who are protesting for freedom uh, of choice and uh, med experimental medical procedures to being people who are protesting for the freedom to spread disease. You know, like, she's treating it, and a lot of journalists in general, not just her, they're treating it like it was a fad, like everybody was doing it at that time. Sorry, guys, everybody did it. But the truth is, is no, in the moment you had the choice whether or not you would dehumanize a person for their choices. And, and in that moment, they chose to be the evil person when they could have been the good person. And it's not global news's fault. It isn't because my pen is controlled by my hand. I don't put my name on anything that it, that I don't, right myself and they decide to put their names on on these sort of things it's i would say it is at least partially, it's it's at least partially global news and the rest of the media and the government's fault because they're the ones who were pushing for them to write these articles if you don't think that was a top-down thing that there was some kind for of sure. unifying policy overarching these people that were driving these Kinds of, but uh, what articles. I'm trying to say is that it's the individual choices that were made along the line. You know, she does not get to escape from that. Neither does any of the people who were like, oh, but this was the safe thing to do. No, it, it took about a month for most, maybe two months, for most sane people to realize that there was something wrong with what they were telling us to do when they told us not to hug our kids, not to hug our parents. It took most people a short amount of time to figure that out, right? And, and they went on for, for two months. And that's an individual choice. That's all I was trying to say there. That's an individual choice, and it's, oh, a, it's yeah. a real real thing of, like, I'm evil. not even giving – if you worked – like, I'm not, me saying that it wasn't uh, necessarily all from them is not me excusing them at all. It's, it's not. Yeah. It's the same thing yeah. as 
you know, it, it, you're right. It was ultimately their choice. You know what? I'm not even giving an excuse to the to the journalists who continued working for these outlets if they were covering sports. Well, or, it's kind of uh, like cops who, who continue to cops who continue to be cops after they know what is happening right now. Their job is being used to push politics. You know, if right? if you're the getaway, like I don't, like you don't have to do the crime if you are in the car with them. You're an accessory. That's that's like true right there. If, if that's you, true. Like if you're not on the ice whenever uh, you know a goal is scored against your team, that doesn't mean you're not on the team. That's your. That's on you too. That's how right? it works. Like, that's exactly that's how, how it that's works. That's exactly man. how it works. That's exactly how it works, man. I'm gonna leave it there with you, and uh, yeah, sure. we have. You're gonna do the the after party tonight. For sure. Right on, man. And rage is coming up in about ten minutes. So yeah, I'm gonna leave it there with you. Thank you very much for coming on the show, man. I I couldn't think of anybody better to recap what is going on here more. Uh, more in more detail than you that's why I, I was i was trying to figure out how to talk about this subject and i was like i need ferryman i need the ferryman so thank you very much right man. On. this yeah, one's for you no problem going on for sure all right bud have yourself a good night you too that's the ferryman's toll the ferryman's toll you can check him out on instagram twitter he has uh, telegram t.me slash the ferryman's toll. I did not put everything in the show notes before I started the show. I don't even have Discord open, do I? Oh, Discord's being weird. Anyways, uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take that last break. I'm going to open up the phone lines if you want to call in and give us a quick, uh, just a quick little time to call in if you want to say something about what's been going on this weekend uh anything that's on your mind really open phones after this because this one's for you the united states has conducted an operation that killed osama bin laden abu bakar al-baghdadi is dead the united states launched a targeted operation against that compound they did a lot of shooting and they did a lot of blasting, even not going through the front door. You know, you think you go through the door. If you're a normal person, you say, knock, knock, may I come in? After a firefight, they killed Osama bin Laden and took custody of his body. He died like a dog. But his death does not mark the end of our effort. A beautiful dog. A talented dog. We give thanks for the men who carried out this operation. And I don't get any credit for this, but that's okay. I never do. But here we are. May God bless you. And may God bless the United States of America. And I'm writing a book. I think I wrote 12 books. All did very well. This one's for you, needs your support. One share or like can go a long way. Help bring the show to a larger audience. You can bridge the gap, gap, gap. You can mend the divide, divide, divide. Support the show by sharing or clicking the support tab at tofutv.ca. This one's for you. Finally, a show for you.
We're back. This one's for you. Broadcasting live at TOFUTV.ca. There we go. There we go. That was Alex the Ferryman's Toll. I got through that whole interview without saying his full name. His name's Alex. I'm not going to say his last name because, I mean, like, it's the internet. The Ferryman's Toll. Thanks for being on the show, buddy. Really, uh, he really explained what's going on here. These people are... They're crazy. They're crazy. Very crazy, you see. All right, so the phone lines, they should be open right now. So I'll, I'll turn that on. If you want to give me a call, that would be great. So it's 705-482-5609. That is the phone line. Is there somebody on the... Nah, there's no, uh... Nobody being bad in the chat. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> so Alex puts his own name in there. So cool. Whatever, man. In the chat, we got Karen by the Rideau. Anyone else here who donated to the convoy and has had questions from Revenue Canada? WRT on your 2021 income tax file. If that's happening, that's an interesting development. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to learn about some colorful topics, you can you can Google the ferryman's real name. And uh, who else do we got here? Lagros Patet. And uh, yeah, please. I hope I said that right. Smash that like button. Patton, thanks for being there. Colbert's mom, thanks for being there. And Zach as well. All right. Got a few more links I want to share before we take off. And I send you over to Rage's stream. He's on in five minutes. But the lines are open. 705-482-5609. Call me up. Tell me what you want to tell me. How has the media affected you? That was the question that I wanted you to think about. How has the media affected you as opposed to how has the alt media helped you? Oh, I got a caller. What's up, Dodge? What's up? Hey, how you doing? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. What are you saying tonight? Um, can I make a request for next week? Yeah, what's up? Uh, could you have the ferryman back on? Because I, I feel like that was a rather topical... Uh, there's a lot more that needs to be said about this and we really need to, everybody needs to pick up their pens and get the word out there because the pen is mightier than the sword, you know? I agree, Dodge. I agree. That's a great call. You know what? And I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping Alex is in the, I'm hoping he is in the chat there still. Uh, but yeah, we could have him on. He can stop in whenever, right? That's the, that's the beauty yeah. about this. Right. And, um, uh, just so you know, he does his own thing three times a week. I know. So I'm working with Dodge now. We work together, right? So, uh, and we wake up at four in the morning, which means that I won't be awake for uh, the ferryman's after party. But he does do that. So, like on Fridays, what I'll do is I'll get you on Telegram, man, because he does the after party. And on Fridays, we can uh, we can join in. He says, "Come to the okay, after party tonight." Cool. 
and uh, he'd yeah. be happy to talk to you. And All he's right, also so, happy uh, to come on next week, so we're good. It's a community, yeah, man. There's a lot more, and uh, I'll make a double pot of coffee tomorrow. Awesome, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> I appreciate it. All right, bud, this one's for you. Uh, same to you, bud. Take care. That's Dodge. We work together. We work together. He helped me out. He helped me get the 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 job that's keep that's keeping this show going. Really, <laughs> yeah. It's a seven zero five number four eight two fifty six zero nine. Dodge puts a little cacao in our coffee and it really gets you going in the morning, guys. Try that one out. Okay, so two more links. Oh no, I got seven eight zero seven eight zero. Oh. There we go. 780. Hey, what's going on, Pete? What's up, man? Who's this? This is George Peterson, my man. George Peterson. What's going on, man? No, what do you got come say? on, George. Free Canada, buddy. Free Canada. You know. Oh, Jordan Peterson. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm just driving home and I caught the tail end of your show. Right on. Just so everybody knows, this is the father of Free Canada. This is the guy who decided he was going to start well, the, the... I don't want to say that. We no. had a team. I had a good team of people that helped me out. You started it. Wasn't it wasn't just teams. You started it. <laughs> Niacin. <laughs> Uh, she's she's happy to see you in the chat there, and and you started it. It was conservationist. I think another guy named Alpha. Gunner. 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 Yeah, Gunner's big. Yeah, Gunner's big yeah. on that man. Yeah, man. So what's up, uh, dude? It's been since the first episode. Much. You were our first caller. You know that you were. Yeah. Our, yeah. Yes. I do know that. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what's going on, man? Um, I'm driving home from work. I, like I said, I just kind of caught the tail end. I don't really even know what you guys are discussing. I just wanted to talk about uh, the feds getting busted out here in Saskatchewan, um, trespassing on farmers' land. And I actually started hearing about this about a week ago, and I have a friend of mine who knows a guy in Saskatchewan who is heavily involved in um, the farming community, let's say. I don't want to give too much away, but... He's kind of a big wheel in the farming community, and uh, this has been a huge eye-opener for him, and my friend has been grilling him on Western Independence. Yeah. So if we can get a guy like him on board with this, I mean, this is going to be a big deal here, man. There is a lot of unhappy people out here. Yeah, that's what that's I mean, going to end up doing, is it's going to push Western Independence. If they get, like, they were caught. They were sure. caught taking samples, like sneaking into people's properties, like the back way, and, and just taking samples yeah. of their property. That's it's bad. worse than that, man. It's worse It's worse than that. The guy I was talking to, they drove through his fucking crop, man. No. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, you just don't do that. I don't no. know where these guys come from, but... Yeah, they just fucking piled right through it. Didn't give a shit, man. Just ran over all of his canola. Unbelievable. That's and he didn't crazy. even call him and ask or nothing, man. Like, they just show up. And and they, they felt entitled to be there, too. He had to chase them the fuck out. This, this he, is he really... Called, it's really Soviet-sounding, right? Like, it is, it is, yeah. And he called Saskatchewan Highway Patrol on him to pull him over on the way out to charge him with trespass. And it sounds like the Saskatchewan government is trying to find out who these guys are, and they are going to be charging some of these guys with trespass. Yeah, so, for sure. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it has to happen. It has to happen. 
Has to happen. Wow, thanks Anyways. for calling in. Let me know about that. Yeah, that was something that has to get out there too. More people need to know about it. Scott Moe was tweeting about it as well as his uh, environmental uh, agricultural ministers. But, uh, you know, because it's federal that's doing the offense, they it's not being yeah. reported on much more widely than the rebel and the, Western standard. The, re the really interesting thing about all this is that like there's already a water a water agency in Saskatchewan, Sask Water. That's yeah. their job. Yeah. They're in charge of all water in Saskatchewan, you know, across the board. And the federal government came up with this new bullshit water testing at a federal level and the SAS government said, Whoa, slow down, that's our jurisdiction. And the federal government swore up and down, Oh no, we'll never have anything to do with what you guys do. It's our own separate entity and now this bullshit. So I hope they hang them man. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to see what happens, man. Thank you very much for calling in, JP. I appreciate it. Yeah, take care, man. You Keep too. up the show. It's going good, man. I love it. The Thanks, production man. Production values are off the hook. I know I say that every time. No, it's all good, man. Thank you very much. Never <laughs> discount humble beginnings. All right, I'm going to let you go because there's another one calling. All right, ciao. Yeah, take care, brother. Bye. All right, so whoever that other person that was calling in, try calling in again. I'll take you as the last caller, and then I'll send you guys off to uh, Raging Dissidents stream. I didn't have enough time to get into this, but I have two articles. One explains who Alexander Dugan is. Oh, all right. Caller, 254, or 250, sorry. Who's this? Hey, Pete, it's Taylor. Hey, Taylor. From FCW as well. Taylor, what's going on, bro? <laughs> How you doing? Good, good. So, um, I, I just got, I'm going to pause you on my TV there. Um, I want, I was, I got in a little bit late, but uh, I don't know if you covered, they kind of mentioned us today on the, the Ottawa talk show there. Um, I guess it aired originally in the morning, but I caught on to it in the afternoon on the West Coast. Uh, mentioning Diagalon and stuff, they had basically the caller come in, call in, and 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 the the host on the show basically started calling him a white. Uh, he he just put words into his mouth and stuff like that. Like uh, the whole thing was super super weird. I believe that was Evan Solomon, wasn't it? Uh, yes. CTV. I I'm not a hundred percent sure exactly a hundred percent sure exactly what happened uh, in that situation, but it seems like there was like a radio or a TV panel show that somebody was able to call into to try and clear up the clear up the air, and and the host was just not having it. He was approved talking points only. That is yep. it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it was you could isn't like clear like clear as day. You can see how they're stick to a narrative and then formulate this whole thing. And like the white ethno state is just completely put in there by these these state actors. And it's this whole thing like what you see in Ottawa. The first thing, the only thing they have when they don't have something, they make it up and they go to you're a Nazi. And well, these are they want they're white supremacists. And that's well, not like could not this. be further. There's a reason why the media is incentivized, apart from uh, political reasons. These people aren't, aren't all vehement liberals and stuff like that. What it is is it's job security. That's what it comes down to. You see, they look at a guy like me, and I'm doing like 
this was better production than you could do like 30 years ago, 40 years ago. You know what I mean? And they look at that and yeah. they realize that if, if you know, there's a, a natural out there, he could, they could take my, my meal, you know? And so look it's, at your, um, the, the rage cast that you just did there. That was uh, kudos to you for doing that, man. Well, yeah, the, the music, it, it freaking blew, yeah. blew up, man. You know, stuff like that yeah. blows up. Right. And, and they're scared. I didn't have to go to a record label to do that. It just, you know, it's, it's on Enforcing the internet. in Diagonal if you need to. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's, that scares them. That scares them. So they have incentive to feed the beast, you know, beyond just, uh, you know, just beyond politics. It's their money. It's their money. Yep. That's what it comes down to. Man, thanks for calling in. I appreciate it, Taylor. No, I appreciate Thanks everything uh, for everything you do. No, oh, thank you. This one's for you. Right. That's Taylor. Taylor is another fellow from FreeCanada.win. I believe he is out in BC. All right. So, yeah, that's it for the show tonight. Thank you, Colbert's mom. Yeah. Rage is streaming now. He has uh, already been streaming for five minutes, so I'm going to shut her down. So, okay, yeah, I had two articles I wanted to leave you with. Uh, the first one was about Alexander Dugin. Uh, his daughter was assassinated this past weekend. He's like a Russian public intellectual and a good friend of Putin. So you can read about him in the show notes. That's going to be in the Discord in like 10 minutes, and then I'll put it on the website before midnight. And then the other article was... Uh, oh, this is a 905 number. I'm going to... Oh, sorry. He's hung up. The other article I'm going to leave you with is a civilian survivor of the Bosnian War. He tells you how to prep for when shit hits the fan. It's really good. It's a great article, and it's in the show notes. Please like, comment, subscribe, and share. The more you support, the more I can do. Uh, if you know anyone who wants to sponsor the show, uh, please be my marketing team. Say this guy needs you to sponsor him. Whether it's a super chat or if you want to jump in and Give me a job, like a couple thousand bucks a month. I could probably survive on three. Just saying. Aw, <laughs> uh, thank you, Niacin, for the super chat. I want to thank JMB67, Pilot Mike, Bob Lee Swagger. Big thank you to Last Canadian, Learning for Life, and Colbert's Mom. Colbert's Mom, I love your videos, by the way. So sassy so sassy <laughs> anyways yeah guys i'm working heavy construction these days and i'm trying to update the media side of the show so it's gonna be tough over the next few weeks shows might be short so if you have suggestions ideas send them in thank you to liz and niacin for joining the team for being a part of this show this one's for you thank you for watching talk to you next week <laughs>